it's better, it's better than Donnarumma. Even that's, it, <laughs> oh, even, oh, oh, that's what the beef was. Wait, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Meret is a better goalkeeper wait, than Wait, the only problem that's with Meret is he's got butter fingers. Nah, so, yeah, the ball, hello. But the saves, he's <laughs> very... Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Meret, Meret is very explosive. Wow. He's an explosive goalkeeper. He made one game, he made four consecutive saves, three or four consecutive saves. He got up. Oh, yeah, I remember that. There's no, there's no. That's uh, what it was. Not even, even, even close. Not even close. You think Donnarumma is better? By far. No. By far. And Donnarumma is yeah. from Napoli too. That's remember, what makes the worst. I remember, I remember also uh, a few part, maybe six, seven months ago, that Piontek was better than Milik. He also said. I never oh. said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never said yeah, it. Yeah, Luther's bringing the past yeah. back. <laughs> Your nose is gonna grow like Pinocchio. <laughs> Your nose is gonna grow like Pinocchio. Remember, oh, we have technology God. here. We can bring it up in, uh, Do me a favor. in two seconds. Don't invite this guy here to the podcast anymore. He's troublemaker. Ah, oh, can't eat nothing. No more. Pizza plan. <laughs> Yo. We had 20 fucking plates. And 20 we had plates. to stop them. They wanted to bring <laughs> you? They, no, me, four of us. Too much, too much. Watch food. Yeah, but you know, you know what's going to happen when you go there. <laughs> now he brings extra. That's the thing. From other tables that probably messed up. <laughs> they messed up the order. He gives us 12 clams. Then 10 minutes in, oh, you have another 12. <laughs> but you're not complaining. Plate of Three serving of octopus. Yeah. Oh, That's your I have extra octopus. No, I love octopus. Lobster. Another one. Oh, take him more two, lobster. <laughs> no, two huge motherfuckers. He, <laughs> he opened four bottles of wine. Oh, my two God. Two bottles? How many of you were four there? people. How'd you guys get here? You walked? <laughs> he had two bottles. Hey, I don't drink. He had two bottles. Then he had to go himself. buy basil. <laughs> he had to go buy basil. For my wife. Oh. oh. <laughs> I was like, what does that have to do with it? Stava facendo la lasagna per la cugina. Lasagna. Four. My wife, she, she's a very good cook. She lets her cucinare. Ma lasagna napoletana? E che ne so se è napoletano o barese? Che cazzo ne so? Sta ricotta e ci sono i porpettini. Sì, le porpette ci sono dentro. Yeah, but who makes it better? The body, body one? Provare, a Bari non si mettono le porpette dentro. Si mette carne macinata. Eh, i porpetti di Mario? Eh, no, no, no. Le porpette oh, la proviamo. Porpetti. When you do it, we try. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> you see? Yeah, I like his... It. Yeah, he's smart. We'll try it. Come on. All right. You ready? Ready? Yeah. Yeah. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to the Serie Audio Experience with IFTV. As you can see, we got Ludo back with He's us. Back, baby. How are you, everyone? <laughs> nice to be back. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been too long. Um, you were with Anto, and uh, we got Peter that we finally got rid of. So it's nice, you know. We're, <laughs> we're nice yeah. and calm. We shipped him out. Antonio, Antonio is a little bit more calm. Um, he was telling me you guys had a game this morning, right? What happened in your game? And we lost the game, but uh, oh, we didn't deserve to lose. But uh, it's it's over right now. So we turned the page. We beat ourselves this morning. We That's beat the ourselves. Line. We I, did. I heard, you know, Anto's not a big fan of Conte, but I've heard through the grapevines that he's similar to Conte in the way that he screams. Is that true? True. Absolutely. So? Absolutely. Even though 90% of the stuff that he screams makes no sense. But he still screams. <laughs> It's still screaming, you know. I see. I even lost my voice. I need to catch up. <clears throat> I don't know if you lost your voice for the coaching or for the Milan game. Both. Both, Both a little Both. bit. Oh man, all right, we got a lot to get into. We got Milan and Juve. Um, we got the whole Napoli situation, which is why we needed uh, Ludo. We needed to have Ludo on for, for, a, for a while now. 
And I know you guys had some beef before too. You, you two, you, you, you had something that went back a little bit further. Nobody died. You weren't know. happy with you, each you, other. You say YouTube or YouTube? YouTube, ah, you not know. YouTube. Uh, so we'll get into everything. Where you guys want to start? Let's start with Juventus game so we get it out of the way. It's fresh. Nice and fresh. fresh. It feels good. Yeah. Before we get into it, I want to remind everybody, we're taking, we have a phone now that you could send us messages on WhatsApp. Um, the link is in the bio, or you could text 347-460-7036. So yesterday, we were taking some questions with Antonio. We were sending some voice messages. Uh, we, we had a person from Body, right, mm -hmm. that you were talking to, and Antonio predicts that Body... How many years until they win? In two years. Two years, they're going to win everything. Not just get to Serie A, win it all. Wow. Oh. Meaning winning the uh, Scudetto, winning everything? Everything. Wow. The Champions League. Listen, dreaming doesn't cost anything. Because the Laurentiis, the they're going to sell Napoli and they're going to concentrate on Bari, on winning everything. Because oh, Napoli is going to go busted. It's busted oh, already. Oh, boy. Um, so if you want to send us in podcast questions or you want to just text us, uh, we have conversations with Anto, all that stuff. The link is in the bio or 347-460-7036. Message us on WhatsApp. Mike's going to be checking through them and reading some as we go on. And you can swipe, right? <laughs> that's on Instagram. Swipe oh, up. that's on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. this is not. Anto oh we're, we're teaching Antonio. Uh, how to swipe. How to, you know it, right? Yeah, he, he checks on Instagram. I see him all he the does? time. Yeah, he does. Uh, I don't have Instagram. I don't have Facebook. I don't have, I don't have a Microsoft. time. And, yeah. No. I think it's a lot of BS. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but you're famous on the platform now. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Let's go, to the, let's go to the Juve game. Before, I want to say, I don't think Milan deserved to lose this match. I think the 1-0 for Juventus is similar to most of Juve's games um, this season is a, a lie. Um, where I thought I thought Milan played better, uh, where they had at least the better chances um, in the match. I was watching the highlights again just to make sure that I wasn't wrong. You know, Piontek had a few occasions. They had that Paqueta, the header, where Chesney... Chesney was just the saver for Juventus today. Piontek had an open header, man. He could even get on target. Like, I got don't... me annoyed. Oh, yeah? yeah? He did. He did have an open header. It was not... Um... It was not a continuous uh, game. You you rarely saw two or three continuing uh, passes. It was always like the referee had a whistle, fouls. Uh, yeah, too many, too many break on the midfield yeah, because too many, too many midfielders. Um, right. It was mostly of a game played, uh, let's say, area to area, coast to coast. But a lot of fouls, a lot of the, a lot of whistling by the uh, by the ref. It was not uh, continuous. No fluid, uh, continuous no fluidity, no fluidity in the game. In the game. A lot of miss passes too. Yeah. Correct. I kept seeing. I right. mean, every minute. elementary uh, passes. It, it was like they passes. wanted to give the ball away. Yeah, because uh, Milan pressed a lot. They, they were yeah, just, they did. That was just too close to the to the to the Juventus player. I think this is the best Milan I saw mm. perform this year. I thought that they they came very out with, aggressive. They were solid. Yeah, yeah. they were very organized. good. They had they chances. Yes, yeah. yes, very aggressive, very organized, Except and. Uh, well, he's finally set on those four in the uh, in the back, which they didn't play uh, bad. The game was decided by one of those uh, just one creative play. uh, plays, you know, someone that comes in and uh, one of those games that only gets decided by a particular play, by a particular player. Like that Douglas and Costa a one right. against uh, yeah. And Dybala was able to... Uh, you know what? To put that, I will say to more, more than Dybala. I will give Dybala 40, 40% for what he's, how he scored. And Romagnoli, 60%, he made a big mistake. 
Come on, you don't let somebody so just throw his fault. Than uh, he was, uh, he was pretty flat-footed, and the weird thing yeah, is, yeah. Romagnoli goes like this, Come like on. I didn't touch him. Well, not, not a lot of pe- not a lot of players do what DiBala can do, meaning take that one v one. There's only a couple of players That's in Juventus, true. and that he can pushed do it to his right foot, that, which that is something that, that I think correct. a lot of. I think even DiBala said nobody correct. thinks I could shoot with my right foot mm. uh, right. after the match, which you would have thought he was going to go for a that curler was- on his left. So maybe Romagnoli he anticipated like, oh, this guy's going to go left, and then DiBala cut him beautifully. Um, and with the skill that he has. But listen, the difference is Juventus, you could have a guy like Dybala that's playing on the bench and Douglas Costa, who to me, both of those changes change the match for Juve because up top... Douglas Costa, you, great player. Yeah. But he's, he's not phenomenal. consistent. If, if Douglas, my, my opinion, if Douglas Costa would have been more consistent as a player, he could have been... A FIFA world by far, yeah, by yeah, far yeah. is yeah. better than FIFA the best. World, he's injury prone. Oh, that's by the thing far, that's been by far. Him. He's fragile. Yeah, he's very, if, he's if very, he he's very fragile. But those 30, you. 35 minutes that he can give you, he can change the game. He can sure. change the whole. Uh, Antonio's definitely right. I mean, he's by far better than Bernadeschi. I think that when you put DiBala and you put Costa in, you see a spark on Juve right away. Where you know, up top for Juve today again. I'm I'm fine. I'm struggling to remember a chance that Juventus really had on target that wasn't just a shot that's passed to Donnarumma. Because let's be honest, half of the shots that they were taking, you know, simple saves for Donnarumma. The ones that Milan had were a lot more difficult for Chesney to to save. Higuain is in great shape. I I saw a great Higuain. I think he played one of the best games since he came back to Juventus. Bernadeschi and Ronaldo, both a game to forget. Well, Bernadeschi's every every game is a game to forget for Bernadeschi. But he guarantees Dybala, you Dybala once or twice a year. He played absolutely superb. He was attacking the free space. He was opening up the uh, the defense. Uh, he sprint. He's right on the ball. He gets to the ball first. Yeah. He's able to to uh, to take the it's shot a good to get away. It is, it's a good decision maker. He doesn't he's a game changer too. He's, a, he's, a, he's in shape. He's in top shape. You could see the way he makes the runs. Valudo, this time here, Romagnoli, two weeks in a row, he cost us the game. Last week, it was late on Luis Alberto pass. And then the other defender that we had, the other big brain that we had. He did not, Romagnol did not, like Marco cool. said, Romagnol did not expect uh, the ball. Right. You're, you're not supposed yeah. to expect. Uh, to right, you know, that, that body, uh, that body, uh, that body he, fake. He was supposed to get closer <laughs> to him and just block him right there. It's too much. But uh, again, I, you cannot be caught. These guys yeah. are studied. They know where uh, the ball goes beforehand. Yeah, so but like, but a player like him, like, like he said, you know, you, people don't think I could go to my right yeah, where exactly. I could go to my right. Correct. And but, he took the shot with his uh, with his right and right he hit it right on uh, on target. That's the only way that game was going to be decided a moment based of on brilliance. what we saw. Yeah, exactly. And I, I always... A spark I, from someone that can decide the... Uh, and, and Juventus has the players that at any given moment can come from the bench and decide a game, uh, a game like that. And also, mm-hmm. a lot of credit to Mr. Sarri for having the... Uh, Okay, don't give too much credit to this guy here. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, Ludo. Between him and Conte, they just have to pray that Lady Luck stays on with them all the time. When you went to they Cesar don't Lock, deserve you to win their games. They just have one of the But you players. have players that can decide the game, even when you're not playing well, even but, if it's not your but day. But you have those them. players that with don't a, with thank a spark them. Thank the can people decide. that cough up the money to have those players. Because that's a coach, those people. They don't, but, they don't make much listen, of a difference. Atalanta... Napoli, uh, Roma. during the Champions League, struggled. Roma struggled. Lazio. Yes, Lazio won, but they lost the uh, the uh, the game. They lost. Yeah. Uh, Juventus, the only one that did not struggle. 
because you have the players the depth. that you have the depth. They also played an easier opposition. I mean, they right. played Locomotive Moscow just to be. I know it's difficult in Russia, but I agree with you in the general sense. But isn't it every time I see this happen, and we've seen it many times, how Iguain and Dybala have been the two best players you know, at least up top for Juventus um, this season, which were the two guys that had, you know, two feet out the door that were being kicked out. And all of a sudden they're the saviors. And only because they, they begged to stay and said, listen, I'm not going there. I'm not going here. They stayed and they're proving to be the most important players. Whereas, you know, the guys that Saudi bet on like Bernadeschi, I mean, we've said it many times. I don't need to keep repeating myself that he's not a player for Juventus. I, I know you never commented, you know, maybe we've all said, Habernadesi is not the player that I think a lot of people think he is. But but even even Sarri, what he said about Ronaldo, that he was the only player that he really put all his money on, and he was the only player that would he would rely on a hundred percent, which that doesn't seem to be the case because in the past two games he's been substituted twice. Listen, this, well, this is, is what, this is this good is that we I'm say thinking. this. Let me let me say it real quick. What happened in the fifty fifth minute for the second game in a row, which hasn't happened since like twenty sixteen for Ronaldo, he was substituted out early. Wow! And Ronaldo, um, who and we was called this substitution. Was, we were watching the game. I called the sub. I said Ronaldo has to come out. Who, today's a no show. For context, um, Ronaldo was struggling to be match fit for this game. He had a knee problem that Sadi says he's been struggling with. Um, he did not sit on the bench. He did he not. Left. He did not give Sadi his hand. He went straight out the, the tunnel. Room, right. And it was later said that he left three minutes before the game even ended. He took a shower. Right. Dipped, Correct. left completely. Um, and he was very upset, and you could see him mouthing something. Some people showing video saying, oh, so, you know, he asked for the substitution. To me, the video that everybody's posting saying that he asked for substitution, no. I don't see that asking for a substitution. I think he's asking for somebody to pass him the ball, and I don't think that he wanted to be subbed out. Sadi said that he did it more of a precaution because he wasn't feeling good, and he said, I could see that he wasn't good there. I agree with you um, where I thought it was either going to be Ronaldo or Bernadeschi because both of them were not playing good. So either I wanted Bernadeschi out obviously earlier just because Ronaldo is the type of guy that we saw it versus, you know, who did Juve in the last minute he's able to, you know, get a foul, score a penalty or change a match in the last moment. So I would have kept him in, but I understand the decision, you know, especially if he was hurt. Um, but a lot of, you know, people throwing back and forth. I heard Cassano, they were talking uh, before and Cassano said that this is a zero, this is a nothing situation. He said, nobody should blame Ronaldo. He says, when you see something like this, you should be happy. He says, you see a player that wants to play on the pitch, that wants to keep going, that there should be no repercussions well, we for also, him. We also have to that? take into consideration that it's not the same Ronaldo as the uh, past few years. When was the last time that Ronaldo took a man on 1v1? Yes, you could be in great shape. You have a great gym in your house and you keep your body in tip-top shape like LeBron James, million dollars, all the equipment in your house. But you're still 35 years old. So you need to adjust according to the game. Will, will Ronaldo be decisive again? Yes, you have Champions League. You have the next round, the quarterfinals. He will be decisive. But now Sarri has to find a place for him on the team and on the field where he can become the size is once he is healthy again. I'm happy but that you said that. But to see the Ronaldo of the past to take on 1v1 and go down like a the train. The left wing. No, it's not it, him. It's not happening exactly. anymore. It's not going to happen but that's anymore. Why, but that's why, is, why. why is he there? Like, not, why is he not playing the center forward that's role? Everybody's saying the same thing. That, Just leave me, him on the feet, on, on the center. The guy's making coming down from the left again. I'll tell you why. Because Iguain is Ronaldo, there. even though he cannot take a man on 1v1, based on what I said a few minutes ago, 
but during the game and during the match, he still sees certain things half a second before everybody else sees that happening half a second later. So that's why Ronaldo is on the field, passing, giving those through balls, opening up the way. He sees certain things happening during the game that somebody else, a, a regular player, will see a little bit later. But isn't that that's wasting? Why I think that's why it needs to be adjusted. I think he's being wasted a little bit, to be honest, because I thought we saw last year, he was so decisive when he's got that killer instinct in the box, right? So like when he was at Real Madrid, he moved from that left wing role because he realized, listen, I'm not 24 years old anymore. I'm not going to cut down the wing, go there. But it seems like under Sadi's tactics, it's more so Iguain being that center forward, where under Allegri last year, it was, let's get the ball inside the box of Ronaldo. I mean, the guy scored three headers against Atletico Madrid. I mean, he was a monster in the box. Right. Where I would like to see him play in that center forward role instead of being on the left side all the time. Every time he picks up the ball on the left, sometimes he's so isolated. Right sometimes he comes to the right. I don't like that. Listen, listen. I, I, don't, know, I don't know about Ronaldo playing with his back to the goalkeeper. Checking in and playing his back to the goalkeeper. Ronaldo is still a player for me that he had, in order for him to give his best, he has to face the goal. But inside he the has box. has to see in front of him. Inside the box or outside the box. I'd rather him inside the, the center, box. Center position. Yeah. Center position. What, what were you going to say? No, no, this is what I think. I, this is what I think. I think Sarri and Higuain, they, have, they share a lot of things that a lot of people, they might not know. The guy... It was a waste. It was taken from, from Napoli when he was on the top of his game. He was brought into Juventus. After that one year in Juventus, AC Milan took him over because uh, nobody wanted. As soon as the AC Milan was giving up on him, Sarri immediately. Watch this Sarri wine. And he never Sarri showed up to Milano. He never showed up. And look his belly. It was like a twenty. It was a well. I agree. Right now. I agree. Yeah, right now, watch. From AC Milan, where did he go? Did he go to Bologna, Inter, somebody else? He went to Chelsea. And who Sarri, was on Chelsea? Right. Sarri. Sarri comes back. Higuain was a, a, a already on the market. Sarri stopped everything. Higuain stays again against, in, uh, you know, stays in Torino. De- right now, he deserves to play. Stays in Torino. He's one of the It's where do you play all I, these guys? You know, I think... Sarri is going to keep Iguain all the time, regardless of what And play doing. Ronaldo on the, that. Yeah. Because yeah. They, they, he's trying that 4 3 1 2 with you know, that one player behind them, but still. Well, he did go to no the 4 really 3 3 at the end. Yeah. He but did go to the 4 3 3. When, at when the he end. started in that 4 3 1 2, you know, he's had Dybala and Ronaldo there. Both of them look a little bit where I like Dybala in that position. They don't look in the right spot, in my opinion. In my, I'm well, not, once Ronaldo came out, uh, Higuain moved yeah. a little bit to the yeah, left. exactly. Right. And then Dybala... And Costa came played, in. Played the, played the, but you uh, see, the middle. why don't you do that when Ronaldo is inside? That's what I was... I will see Higuain and just make him Ronaldo come off the bench. And Dybala and Costa. Dybala. There you go. That's what I would... Higuain that's, on the in bench. my opinion... I get, again, Iguain's the only one that's uh, tracking back, that's fighting, that's creating opportunities. Yeah, but you need your center. F- I, I think that the most danger. Plus- I think the most danger that you could have is with Dybala, Costa, and Ronaldo yeah. up top. In my opinion. Iguain's working the In my opinion. But anyway, well, not about Fantesky. the Costa, about the ninety minutes, like we said okay, before. Okay, fine. But I but like the Costa. The, the thirty minutes that Costa comes in, it's more than he enough. can more, change the more. game. He brings that rhythm. He brings that speed. Yeah. He he can take on a man. Creativity, yeah. imagination, one v one. He takes that, and once you're able to, once you're able to pass a man one v one, now you have options to pass the ball if the players do the right movements. I think Dybala, Dybala, I mean, I think Agnelli and Sarri, they should be kissing the ground where Dybala works. Okay, 
I'm telling you right now, Dybala was almost gone from Juventus. Rumor to go either to PSG, to Inter, or to Man Manchester. No, we're still talking about the national Dybala. We're not talking about international Dybala. We're talking okay. about the national Dybala. I agree with you. International, different animal, different game. Yeah, but we're why? talking about Juventus. But, but we, if we talk about Juventus, I I, I understand Juventus what, internationally. Um, okay, let's let's. I think that all the talking points for Juve and Milan are there. There wasn't too much. Again, Chesney really saved Juventus, and again, Juventus lackluster performance. But through individual qualities and game changers that they have, and the luxury to put in Douglas Costa and Dybala from the bench continues to prove the decisive factor for um, Juventus. That's been the past few seasons because the game is not there. Let's the just be honest. The, the game. Is not there. I didn't like it. the game. It as, it's as not a there. whole, I did not, not like there. that uh, because it was not that uh, fluidity in the uh, oh, in the game. Every every two passes, the referee had a whistle, balls had a bounce, and too many fouls. Let's uh, let's go to Inter Elas Verona, who also got um, a late winner through. It's so funny. Barella is the guy that that wins the game for uh, Inter. They went down one zero in this match to Elas Verona. Um, they showed a really good spirits um, coming back. Vecino scored a, a header, a really nice header. Um, and then Barella scored an absolute wonder goal. Um, super funny. And I know Conte was talking about, you know, Champions League experience. But, you know, three days before he said, who am I supposed to count on? A guy like Nicola Barella from, from Cagliari. And then he proved to be the guy. And said, I understand yeah. the context. based off experience and not like quality of players. Nah. But all I'm, all I'm throwing out there is if, Conte, if you're not happy with Barella and Sensi, I will gladly, gladly swap Matuidi, Kedira, Chan. No, don't, don't problem about the Champions League experience. I'll, I'll take him. No, Pjanic. <laughs> you can use Barella too on Napoli, Ludo. You can use Barella. But anyway. We did make an offer. Yeah. He, he chose to go to Inter. Mm. That was his only... No, Napoli did make an offer. He said that was the only club he wanted really, to go. Really good reaction, I think, from Inter, who, of course, Peter was at the game. And it seems like every time Peter goes to a match, he brings the team that he's supporting some luck we know when he went to the derby they had there yes um and then this two and then this uh this uh this match against ellis he was where, with him at the derby. yeah i know he was also at the atalanta manchester city game and he got the first point, first point, point in champions league history and wasn't he he was at the Parma game today What's where Parma beat Roma. Oh my God. This Yo, freaking guy. We gotta start renting Peter to go to games around here mike he's gonna make him go to every napoli game <laughs> 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 yeah peter <laughs> You know, we got Ludo over here. He needs some help over here because uh, Napoli is struggling. Just find him a little apartment over there. Pay <laughs> the rent. Yeah, in Naples. Make him go to every and match. Just make him go to every game. We're going to play against apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Except the ones against Inter. But Inter, I think they showed really good reaction um, in coming back into the match, um, you know, where they had that whole Champions League disaster where um, they were not doing good. Lukaku in this match, oh my God, I thought he was going to score. He could have had two, three goals. Yeah, I thought was, so, one man. thing I have to say about, uh, about Conte. Uh, I do like Conte as a coach because from the bench, he lives the game. It's like he is on the field. It's like he's walking. He's running with the players. Mentally, he's in the, he's in the It's like he's playing the game with a suit on. What I don't like is how he expresses himself depending either if it's a victory or a loss. If Inter loses, then oh, the, the club is not with me. I told them to buy certain players. They didn't purchase these players. The blame game. And the, and, the, uh, and the bench is short. Now, if they win, it's Conti's win. He's able to motivate. These are great players. He's motivating the teams. So which, which, which is it? You have to try to find a balance. This is the team. These are the players that you, you have. You cannot bring the club into it. Only when, when you lose that you're not happy. And then when you win, it's your team. It's your victory. It's your sideline. 
aggressiveness and motivation to the players that was able yeah. to uh, to win the game. It's a good point, and it's it's, it's what we saw at Juventus too. It's a it's correct. you know very no, 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 correct. It's exactly the same. They had Simone Pepe too, who who gave a, an interview, and he was talking about that too. He said, "Listen, like Ronaldo, where he storms off and he gets mad. He's like, you got a character like that in Conte, where that's what he does. You know, it is what it is. Like when when he's on the sideline and he's living it, you're so happy to have him. But then on the opposite, he says these things that he shouldn't be saying about the club, and and the way that he says things is more so the problem correct. than exactly what he." He says don't sometimes. you know? Don't you forget that he, but for the very same reasons, he Correct. was kicked yeah. out from Torino. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because he was complaining that his player, uh, they were not Champions right. League caliber. They didn't have so enough they, players. They he has the authority to say whatever he wants when he feels like saying. It. Exactly. Luka, and you does, know that when you get does content. He ha- is, does he have a point at a certain extent, though? I don't think he does. I don't think he you do have a, a point as a... No. Explain. Well, he's comparing to Juventus, uh, and his depth isn't the same as Juventus. So you can base it off that. Wait, tell us why. Well, the depth at Juventus is you made you made certain decisions. I think he chose the players that they wanted to uh, to buy, and the, and, the, and the club and Inter did buy those players. And then he chose, he said, these two players I do not want. Icardi... And, uh, and uh, Nainggolan. Nainggolan. say that exactly. No, not Nainggolan. Yeah. Nainggolan, Nainggolan he wanted, he but wanted. the club wouldn't let him keep. Correct. Nainggolan but, said that, he said, Conte wanted me, yeah. but the club told me I can't keep They you. already made the decision. Before Which, if you, put, if you put Nainggolan and Icardi in this team, okay. how good, good would these be? Yo, Cassano incredible. said it today, too. Right. Cassano said, imagine you put Icardi and Nainggolan in this club. Because now club. everything still passes by Brozovic. Yeah. yeah. If now if an opposing coach finds a way to stop Brozovic, you stop the entire midfield. Plus an extra player. I mean, can you imagine Players. fresh the, legs? Hey Ludo, you got three, three, three uh, Italian national uh, team. Well, yeah, Politano now that he also well, got uh, got hurt. Sensi and Barella, those are the two. Sensi is also not, uh, you know, not well. Currently. And if you put, but I'm saying if you put in Nainggolan into that mix. Of four, you got four very good central That's midfielders. A couple more points for and, sure. And Icardi, who Icardi again scored for PSG wow. this week. Well, points wise, they're good. They, they have nothing to complain. Yeah, you know, points wise, they're okay. I mean, oh, they're they, they much ahead been, of schedule for they, that. Yes, they haven't been. They haven't had so many points in thirty years. Yeah, over yeah. thirty years. They inter after twelve games, uh, then have what 30, 31 points. Yeah, they yeah, I yeah. Thirty one. Thirty one. There are thirty one. There are thirty one. Yeah, last right time now. it happened was back in eighty six, eighty seven, something like that. Yeah, you know what's uh, sorry. No, what no. Gonna I was just gonna say, but you have Conte now. That's a different. Uh, uh, so, um, what so what I what I wanted to say about what I wanted to say about Simone Pepe, who played under Juventus under Conte's first season, he talked about the three five two in Europe, where we saw Inter again versus Dortmund. First half phenomenal. Second half came out with zero in the tank, and Pepe said, "You see that game? Then you see the game against Barca, where again came out first." Beautiful, amazing. Second half, dead. He said the same thing, Inter, Inter uh, Juve. First half, great. Second half, not good. And he brought up the question, if the 3-5-2, which again, he played in, so he has some context, is very draining for a team. Because obviously, we know the the, the ones in the five on the right and the left, mm. they have a lot to do. So he, he was suggesting maybe... There's too much energy being spent in that first half where you're constantly on the go. It's very demanding. Where in the second half, you start losing your energy and you're like, all right, we're going to sit five in the back. Those two can't go up. And, and, you know, you need a lot more depth. And he was maybe suggesting that a 3-5-2 should be adapted up. You know, 3-5-2 needs to be moved on for Conte maybe sometimes if you don't have all those players in Europe. Which I thought was interesting. I, me, I believe that when you are ahead... 
in in uh, in uh, international play in Champions League, you are winning the game comfortably to nothing. You played well the second game. If you are a great team and you have a coach that's able to transmit that mentality, you have to be able to bring that game home, meaning to nothing, to one, and not basically the concentration of the players goes Dropping. down, yeah. drops yeah. considerably, and now the other team takes over that they can score a few goals within within a couple of minutes Absolutely. and basically win win the game. They could have scored even more. Now, what happened between the mental approach, which is great when you start the game, yep. and now the last 30 minutes, that mental yeah. approach drops considerably. Especially with, I know, I know Conte was... And that's what probably is upset the most because he expected probably the team, he should be extremely happy with Serie A. Yeah. But I think he's a little bit upset is why I'm not able to teach, transmit this this uh, this mental approach throughout the 90 minutes in uh, Champions. In, in Champions League. But and the es- way- especially for you know the the guys that made the mistakes were Skriniar, Godin, and Devry, guys that you would say these are the great players of my team. How are these mistakes? You know they we were looking. They had eight nine players in the box when they conceded the goals to Dorman. So like no matter what it is, you, you can't concede a goal with uh, with that. Anyway, well, well, you need time in order to adjust ah, to the Italian. No, no, no. Listen, the way he I played mean, with uh, with Simeone is different the way than the way uh, what's his name uh, uh, <laughs> Conte. Conte plays. But even in Serie A, now you have these these few teams in Serie A like Parma, like Verona, like Genoa. Cagliari, Genoa. Genoa. This well, I, I won't say I won't I won't, I won't say Genoa because. The, the, the way Napoli played against uh, against Genoa, Genoa put up a fight against Juventus too. They nearly, besides the penalty kick at the, the end, minute, yeah. they were one one. one. It was so one. I'm, I'm saying Genoa's. They've been. But tough. the thing is that these teams now, with these coaches that they have, they're able to read the game so well and prepare the game mm-hmm. so well that they're so compact that it's easy. It's it's easy. It's very hard to score against these guys. And then on breakaways, boom, they just. They they just, look they what happened with Parma today Parma, against Roma, yeah. Parma against Inter, Verona against Inter. They almost pulled it. Uh, they almost pulled it off. Cagliari is having a tremendous uh, season. Uh, season. They play like PlayStation. Reminds me of Napoli <laughs> with you know with Sarri. The way wanna, they, uh, they play. I want to talk about Napoli, who got Let's zero zero oh, uh, against Genoa. Obviously, we've already commented on the whole chaos that he's rolling up his sleeves. He's getting ready. He's going to war. He's going to war. We've commented on, on everything that's happened. They're informed on all every, all the words that were spoken. We don't have your opinion. Who's Whoever doesn't know, Ludo's Napolitano to the core, born in Napoli. You know, the, the symbol... He pizza every day. <laughs> <laughs> Not every day. Well, we had it today. The symbol of well, it's, uh, being it's a Napoli fan. Take, it's, it's a, tell um, us what you think. It's a combination of uh, of many factors. What's been happening to uh, with uh, with Napoli? I think it all started after the Cagliari um, loss. Even though Napoli played extremely well, I believe over 25, 30 shots on goal, and we couldn't score. And then the ninety second minute, Cagliari on a breakaway they scored, and that's where Cagliari turned the, the season gear. around. And that's why I think we see them now on uh, at uh, third place. Um, a lot of factors. Number one, too many changes in the uh, in the formation. Uh, number two, certain players are not happy with their with their contracts with their renewals. Like Such as who? The, uh, hold on, the toy the toy broke completely. T- 
To me, Insigne is not a real leader, is not a real captain. We'll I think Napoli that. is missing someone like Pepe Reina in the locker room that can bring everyone together. everyone together. Out of these four senators, which I consider to be Insigne, Alan, Mertens, Mertens and Calleon, De Laurentiis, Koulibaly is the fifth wheel, to my, to my opinion. Now you have Mertens and Calleon, which... Um, China. De, De Laurentiis already said, this is, they're already making a lot of money. They could go wherever they want next year. They're not getting an extra. This is what I'm going to offer them. They're not going to get extra money. They want to go to China. They're free to go. Number right. one. Number two, I think Alan also was expecting a reasonable raise, something of a raise after the PSG incident that he wanted to leave. And that never and that never came. Mm -hmm. Zielinski, to my understanding now, he stopped his agent from talking about renewal because Napoli put it off too long and too many times. Napoli said, we have to wait. And Zielinski said, okay, you want to wait? Then I'm calling it off as of now. Milik also needs to renew his contract. So mentally, the team is not there as a whole. Now, Insigne gets sent to the... Uh, bench. Not to, to the, the bench. To the, to the stands. He went to Tribuna. He went to the stands in, the, in, the, in Champions League. Now, we know a president, De Laurentiis, which he has a very explosive uh, personality, mm -hmm. which means at times it does not count to three or maybe to five before it falls. shoots. Sounds now, like somebody I know. Before the game, <laughs> like this guy. Before the game, before <laughs> the game against Roma, he decides to say, "Okay, everybody has to be in the Castel Volturno. You know, we're going to a retreat. I said retreat in a the, training retreat. retreat. A training, a training, a training okay, camp retreat. Correct. Yeah. Retreat. Retreat. Okay. So okay. now <laughs> these players said, "This is my opinion." These players said, "Okay, Napoli Roma. Then we have Napoli Genoa seven days later. We're going into a let's call it retreat." which we're not going to see our families. We're going to play against Rome, against Genova. We're going to go home, pack our bags, and go to our respective national teams and be away from the family another 15 days. Right. So that's 15. And seven, that's 20 days. Yeah. And that's where everything started. Is the international break two weeks? Well, a week and a half. Basically, yeah, you have to days. play one game. Yeah. Well, tonight okay. is they have to show up tomorrow mm -hmm. morning, and then you have a game maybe Thursday, Friday, and then another game okay, whatever. Tuesday or Wednesday. So whatever. it's another 12, 13 days yeah. plus five. You're talking about 18 to 20 days of, of away without from away from the family. Mm -hmm. So that's where wow. I think everything I probably uh, uh, started in the locker room. Alan went to the vice president and he told him, tell your father that we're not going to go to the retreat. And that's where I thought Insigne as a captain should have stepped in and be a little bit more Vocal. diplomatic about it. Now, here comes Ancelotti. To me, I consider Ancelotti a great coach. He's a gentleman. Mm -hmm. He's a guy that always says yes. Yes, president. Yes, uh, Mr. President. Yes. And I consider him to be a corporate coach. That's the way I consider him to be, where he always says yes to the to to the uh, to, to the, the Laurentiis. Like and one of the clauses on the contract that De Laurentiis said to Ancelotti, "You will not coach 
in order for you to coach for Napoli, you will not make the same mistake like Sarri did by utilizing only 12, 13 players. You have to utilize everyone on the roster. And a gentleman, Ancelotti, said, he said yes to the, Call, to the, to uh, the, to the, to the owner. Yeah. Yes, Mr. President. Now, here comes the bomb of De Laurentiis about to retreat. So now Ancelotti said, uh-oh, for the first time now, I'm in the middle. What do I do? Do I go left or do I go right? I mean, Andalekos, he's the owner. So that's why him and his staff went to the retreat. But on the other side, he cannot say no to the team because then he loses the locker room. He loses the respect of the players and the unity of the team. He loses that if he goes against the, the, uh, the, players. the players, which I think up to this point, Conte did not lose the locker room. Yes, they are, but more, it's more of a mental approach. Napoli mentally, it's not there. It cannot be that against Cagliari, you shoot 25 times on goal and you create so many opportunities. And against Genoa, you barely have one or two. I mean, they were very weak on their legs. They were mentally. And I thought that yesterday, a win was necessary. I didn't, I didn't care how that victory was going to come about. But I thought they were going to eat the grass. That grass, they, I thought they were going to eat it. They didn't, they didn't push. Nobody they didn't, nothing. Pushing. It was, yeah. it was basically, so to me, I see mostly of a mental approach. So now at this point, what do we do? How do we save the season? Which my understanding is the season, how do you save it? You have to qualify for fourth place. Otherwise, everything changes now. Mm -hmm. You lose that 35 million by getting into Champions League, by qualifying fourth. Forget about second, forget about third, we're not going to make it. We have to be extremely lucky, which I have my doubts at this point, in order to be fourth. to finish fourth. Really? Damn, that's crazy. My, really? This is my, based that's on crazy. what we're wow. seeing now. Uh, now, the other thing is, now you have the qualification to the next round of Champions League, which brings another seven, eight million. Forget about Coppa Italia. Coppa Italia, forget about that. We're not even going to... Now, how do you save the season now? How do you bring this group together? together. Is it time to, to have a technical change, to have a coaching change, oh boy. and bring someone that can motivate the players? No. At this point, I have my doubts, because now, if these problems are still there with these contracts and this mental approach and these players against the club... What can another coach do Nothing. in order to bring no. this, this team together and able to motivate? But now, what has happened to this Napoli, there is not even... This is very good insight. Yeah, very I announced. never would have considered this. This, 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 this is great. There's not even an ounce of, Sar of Sarri uh, ball left yeah. in Napoli. Yeah. Not even an ounce. Not yeah. even 1%. This is a team that has no identity, that has no hunger. That has no hunger. There's no mental approach. They have no identity on the field, no style of, of play. And for him, between 4-3-3 and the 4-4-2, and now you play, and now you go on the bench, and now you sit. And then you also, on top of everything, now you have the Gulam issue, which they thought they were going to be the player. And I always said, Gulam, after the Men City incident, accident, in, 19, in 2017, it's in done. Champions League, this guy will never recover 100%. Mario Rui, to my understanding, is a Brooklyn Italians player. 
When you try to put us down, the guy cannot cross the ball. Not even if you, not even. When you try to send out the Brooklyn Italian, we have the players. Here comes the the players that we purchased. Some of you. We spent forty million on Lozano, and I think he is he's being played a little bit, not according to his characteristics. He plays a lot to the back to the keeper. He's a very small player. Yeah. He's very weak. Uh, not a heavy player, and yesterday he was more on the ground than he was up. They keep playing him as striker. Well, he's a striker. He, I yeah, think yeah, he was. Going. I think he was purchased more to be Calleon's future replacement Replace. on the right side. Okay, more on the right side to replace Calleon once he, he, he retires. But you need a little bit of time to adjust to the Serie A style of play. It's a different, completely. Uh, championship than any other. More tactical, much closer, less space, uh, less to... time to make decisions. It's a ta- yeah. it's a very difficult championship. It's not like the 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 Holland or Dutch the league, it's yeah. right. It's it's a little bit more more close. So it takes a little bit time to uh, uh, to adjust. Uh, now we purchased other players. Manolas so ah, far hasn't Manolas. showed. Him and Koulibaly in the middle, it was like oil and vinegar. But it he, was never they, a marriage. They played uh, Let me mate. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's a bust. They only played he six games so together, and he was mostly injured for most yeah, of yeah, So you can't yeah. really judge. I agree. The Koulibaly so, yeah, is not, not the same Koulibaly now. that we had in the past. Even though, yes, I thought the second half, Let me he ask played you, really well. Quick question. Di Lorenzo, One second, I'm so far, is the yeah. only player from the transfer market very was positive. really and he got him a spot in the in the uh, national in the national in the Wait, national team. He got, he's playing really, really, and he was forced him to play on the left, and then Malquit got got hurt. Something happened with Gulam with this mysterious injury again with with Gulam. So certain things did break in the locker room, which I think Ancelotti is able to is able to fix. But now everybody has to come together. How do we fix in order to save? The season. the season to save to save the season. I thought Manolas wasn't injured. No, he was. You told me he wasn't last podcast. You said he wasn't. No, no, injured. I couldn't find anything. But then I saw something. He was under evaluation. Oh, yeah. So that's why. Who told you that, Mike. By the, the way, newspaper which was team, Gazeta. Which team are you today? <laughs> which team I am today? No, by the way, no, no, you don't know that. His new nickname is Flipper, because every team, every week he changes. It's a right. Napoli team. It's <laughs> from Napoli. Flipper. There's a Roma every every week. Inter, you you, you missed the team that he is now. So let's remember that the teams that Ancelotti coached in the past and where he coached, to my understanding, and correct me guys if I'm wrong, 90% of the teams that he coached in the past in different leagues, they were always those teams that were considered the Juventus of those leagues. They dominated them. Which means depth on the bench. It means okay, Incredible you're not players. playing well. Come out now, I get a replacement. Boom, and it's so, not building. Yeah, but Ludo, Ludo, Ludo. So I'm now, sorry. oh, now, now you're Ludo, Hold on, Ludo. let me finish. Hold on. Now you come to Napoli, which you have a team that's not at the Bayern uh, Munich level, not at the Juventus level, the not Madrid. at the other teams that he coached Real Madrid level. You need to be a little bit of creative, and this is what I said in the past. This is what I have in the refrigerator. What dinner can I make from what I find in the refrigerator? And that's what I think Conte in a year and a half so far is not be able to mold it together. To mold something to make Ancelotti Ancelotti, Ancelotti, to make something a little bit different. Sorry, yes, he was be able to to create something. I mean, 
you know, we, we will remember Sarri for something. Even though if Napoli would have purchased, would have done something, I think we could have won that Scudetto. And that's yeah. what 10 yeah. years from now, 20 years from now, this is what I will always remember, I will come back to. When we finished the, the yeah. first half of the season Jeez. in first place and, and De Laurentiis did not buy anyone in January to make the team a little bit stronger. And then we died in, in March. We completely died and we finished and we finished second. Okay, here's what I yeah, disagree with you. Yeah, say what you're going to say. Here's what I disagree with you. If you can win against Liverpool, okay, with the same player that you have right now, okay, Napoli made an upgrade from last year to this year. Napoli purchased, spent money, spent good money. Oh, you got Lozano. Lozano, Manolas. You got Manolas. Okay. They did not pay dividends. You got Di Lorenzo. But either way, well, Di yeah, Lorenzo continue. paid dividends. Listen, they not pay dividends. You so still have Zielinski. Your, your roster is much better than what you had with Sarri. <clears throat> the thing is, some of the injuries, like everybody else, and the fact that De Laurentiis... Okay. Then what happens against Salisburgo last Wednesday? What happens against Jenk? The 0 0 that we should have won that game. Yeah, those are My bad. Friend, those are bad. Are, those are the games. Those yeah. are the games that, again, you do not have leadership. At the, the insignia, okay. insignia, like you said, it's not a leader. It's why, not a Why is Koulibaly player. not the leader? No, I was surprised you didn't say him. You know why? Well, you mean as far as one of the senators? Yeah, but or it's like not a franchise. You were, you were saying that Napoli doesn't have a Peperina. Peperina was the type of guy, even though he did not play, but Peperina had that personality in, in the rock room. Koulibaly doesn't. No, the, I don't think so. Really? I, 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 at least I never see. He's a great, he's, fantastic he's player. Great, yes, but vocally, he's, he's respected. He's respected. Yeah, he's respected that. by by everyone. But he still follows the whatever Caleon Mertens. Okay, I understand Insigne, what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. And, uh, and Alan, I got you. Uh, say, I understand. Those guys I understand. Say, Tell me, Ludo, if you in the last since Maradona left, if you can call one of these great Napoli players that you can call it the franchise player that identify, hey, the Napoli is Maradona. I'm Who's sick. the Napoli now? I'm, I'm sick. sick, yeah. Okay. But that's left. fair, that's yeah. very good. To a certain extent, but I'm sick is gone now. Who's the leader of Napoli? Who's the franchise player? Nobody. Well, it's supposed to be, supposed to be in senior. It's not. Yeah. But he's not showing, I don't think he handles, because a captain does not get sent for whatever reason to the stand yeah. in a Champions League yeah. game. And talk to the people. And, and right, so even the way he handled the situation of this, of, yeah. of, of this retreat, whatever yeah. you know, it, it's called, he didn't handle correctly as a leader. He doesn't have that personality. I think, and this I agree with De Laurentiis when he says Insigne still has to grow up and decide what he wants to do when he gets when he gets older. I mean, but he's not young. I'm not saying he's old, but he's not. But what, right. was he 27? He's not a franchise player, I believe me. 28, I was too much money. They give him already too much money. Well, to four, me. He gets 4.5. It's a lot of money. He for renewed somebody. against 28 years old. 22. He's 28. He renewed against 2023, uh, 24. Uh, you know, against 2022. Uh, he renewed. Um, that was phenomenal. Yeah, that I didn't was, think about a lot of those points that you said. I, felt like I didn't there was know a the contract. Going yeah. my head when you were saying that. I was just yeah. thinking about that. Did you rehearse that? Did no, you? no, no, no. <laughs> he, he wanted to hear. He wanted to hear those certain things this morning. I said I can't talk. Uh, I that can't was very good. My, yeah. Listen, listen again. This Manolas has been a bust. I mean, oh this Manolas, believe me, he, he was supposed. He now. was supposed to be a concrete wall, a reinforced concrete wall mm. in the Napoli defense, but this wall is cracking from all over. He's like the Holland Tunnel. Yeah, but this is a lot of. This is what's happening. You have a you have a Manolas like uh, like he said only played six games yeah, with and was not able to create that marriage He's that been there since July, though. had with <laughs> Albiol. Now on the other hand, 
Albiol, I mean Albiol, Koulibaly is not the same Koulibaly that we saw in the past couple of years. Since he came back from the Africa, uh, he has Cop, not yeah. been, he he's not no, in shape. He had no preseason, he had no run. Come on, a Koulibaly of last year would have never committed that penalty oh, against Salisburgo. That's oh. an amateur that play. That was a lazy, lazy move. That's not a play from Koulibaly to, to, to foul that guy that is going out of bounds and he's a foot away from, 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 from the sideline. He would have given up a corner kick, he would have blocked him. But that means mentally you're not there and physically you're not, you're not there. He gets beat a lot 1v1. He mm. doesn't have that burst of speed. He doesn't have that anticipation that distinguished him in the, in the past. So now, a Koulibaly, 100%, like in previous years, and a Manola still mm, half and half, Koulibaly could have picked up the slack like he did with Albiol. A lot of yeah. times Albiol went on the field. Yeah. Most of the he time. was now well 100%. Yeah. But Koulibaly was able to That's a good point. make up the gap. Yeah, exactly. Yes. He said, okay, oh, I'll, I'll this, carry you on my shoulders, I'll be able to worry. But this gap exactly. was too big Let's, right now with all the stuff, all the, the gap factors is going too, on. The, the, right, the gap is too... Uh, now, we don't have a left fullback. A left fullback that we don't have. Why would they not try to purchase? It's not easy to find left fullbacks uh, on the market. Don't get me wrong, it's not easy. Mario Rui, Mario Rui. No. Mario Let's, Rui, Malqui, no. Then, uh, then Di Lorenzo was first to play, forced to play Andrew. on the right side. Another guy that has issues is uh, the Albanian guy. Kusai. Oh, I want to leave. No, I'm, no, you're forced to stay. No, I'm not playing. Oh, but I was playing with Sari now with Ancelotti. I'm not playing. These are all little things, little voices. It's not easy. That are, it's not easy. So the Napoli issues did not happen against Roma. They've been happening the past couple of months. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. You put everything in a bowl, and then all of a sudden... You create a minestrone. Um, you create a minestrone. A, that was great insight. Great insight. But you said Thank Roma. You, I can leave now? <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not over yet. The, you, you mentioned Roma, <clears throat> who's another team that, again, uh, Parma beat 2-0 today. Well, you've been having a pretty good season. We, we can't just blame... We can't put all the blame on Peter, who was just bringing <laughs> Parma, Parma luck. What happened to Roma? Didn't I say that Roma was going to lose? I, I said think it. you did. I, did. I think yes. you did. I didn't expect this to be honest. Roma I were doing good. This. They were winning. Fonseca. Well, but now look at look at uh, look at Parma. Parma. What did Parma do against Inter last week? Oh, they was fought. It two weeks ago. No, two, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Was two two. Yeah. Was a great game. A great Parma. They're running. Remember, these guys are playing only one game a week. That's true. Now Roma That's played right. when Thursday. Yeah. In Europa. League. Yep. Thursday in Europa Thursday. League, they played on Thursday evening. Now here comes a team which has a week of rest on their shoulders. These guys that are running 100 miles an hour. Karamo is now, out, to, to be fair yeah. to them, who's one of their most important best, players. Best but players. So even, there you go. That's the, that's the answer, right? It, it's usually the teams that... How do you say that other players Before, name, the after players the Champions League break, they usually, say, say. They, usually, uh, they, they usually struggle a little bit. Maybe with the Italian, uh, with the Italian teams, most of all, even I think today Liverpool beat uh, Manchester yeah, uh, City. Uh, uh, yeah, Manchester, Manchester City. But Liverpool had an easier game than Napoli against, you know, against uh, against Salisburgo. But uh, the teams in Serie A, they've been uh, they, they they usually struggle after the Champions League. Uh, the you know, the mid uh, <coughs> the mid uh, the well, mid season. Uh, wait, the mid Liverpool has a really funny schedule too, don't they? Have there was that thing that went viral that they have a, a game like on the same day. They were supposed to have like Carabao Cup and a league game or something on the same day. And I think they moved them one day between, and they have to play with two different teams a day in between the games, wow. which is bad scheduling. Yeah. Who's the guy from Parma? I can't say his name. The Swedish Gu winger Kuruszewski. Kuruszewski. I mean, Kuruszewski. this guy's. 
Very thank, good. thank God yesterday for Genoa, good. they were missing Kwame. Kwame oh, yeah. With yeah, him, we would have yeah. lost the game. Mm. Kwame's With very him on the field, good. we would have lost Kwame's the game. Kwame's very good. We would have lost the game. <laughs> you think so? That's Koulibaly goal, goal line clearance, too. That was a close one. Koulibaly yes. off the line? The one he said. Yeah, no, Koulibaly yesterday, I Pina think Monte, I he had the best game of the season. Wait, but about Roma, like, why did you think that Roma was, why did you think that Parma was going to win this one? Because of the schedule, the heavy schedule on 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 the Coppa, of the, you know, the way for the way for league. Europe, and then, Europa League. then, then, <laughs> Parma's got a team. Parma, they don't mess around. They and don't at stand. Home. They challenge. They they're yeah. not waiting for you to, and then they go to a counter-attack. They go for it. They got speed on top. They have a very good midfielders. They have the extra Roma player. What's his name? Gervinho. Gervinho. Yeah, and today Gervinho right. was not a, maybe for the first 15 minutes. And then he had to get out. I don't know for what reasons. Yeah, they took him out. So like now. they got speed and they got, they know to handle the ball. I haven't seen, Parma has been given hard time, like Verona, to a, the biggest yeah. team. So Scagliari is another one of them. Yeah. They're not waiting. Scagliari plays, like plays like a PlayStation. What, but, There's no easy game. What went wrong for Roma, though, for you, in your opinion? Roma, to me, to me, what went wrong for Roma, it's uh, mentally, they, they, the, the mental they approach. They were drained out. Yeah, the mental approach was not there. They were just... Uh, Thinking about yeah. what happened. Yeah, that's it. And they were playing away. Roma plays extremely well, but they play in front of their, uh, you know, in, on yeah. the crowd. But when they are away, Roma, they, uh, they wobble around. Mm-hmm. But even look at Lazio. Even Lazio struggles in the in Europa League, and then they come Celtic. to well, they played against Lecce today, which mm-hmm. another uh, BS call with with the penalty. I thought the penalty has to, I, the rules that I always knew that the penalty has to be repeated, and it wasn't repeated. Yeah, I don't, I yeah, it's there was three people on the yeah, box. there was three Lazio know, players on the box. I, I don't know. I don't know what's you know what what what's happening with this uh, with this soccer and I think after what twelve games already 60, 70 no, uh, penalties you were given. You were. So if we continue oh, yeah, like now, this, now if we continue like is, this, you have a bunch at the end of, of the season by May. We're going to go up to 180, 170 uh, penalties. Yeah, but if I touch you like this, the, it's a penalty. Well, even There's no this, contact. I'm not trying to find any excuse. Napoli did not deserve to win. But why wasn't the penalty on, uh, on, uh, uh, in favor of Napoli called yesterday? Uh, on the free kick. Yeah, we've when seen... the guy raised his, his hand. Uh, yeah, we've that seen, was a penalty. That, that was, was a penalty. penalty. We've seen even today in, in the Liverpool game, which I saw a little bit of... That was not a penalty. The two penalties he didn't... No, no, the no, handball. No, the handball. Trent, Trent it, I mean, the guy's arm is extended like this. And what's even worse is Liverpool scored on there. So Man City didn't get a penalty, and then they conceded a goal. And the VAR didn't check. So right. it's, it's not just, you know, I think overall... Our football, we need to take a hard look Correct. at the way that so we're reviewing now, a lot of our calls. Basically, my understanding is, in order to make the game more spectacular, more goals, they don't want no games to finish 0-0. The fans have to This be is not the right excited. way to do it. This is not the now, right way. in order to improve this, to, to have more spectacular game, no, no, let's no. invent the rules and put amendments and put this no, rule on no, top no. of that rule in That's order horrible. to try to create something in order to create these goals so the fans are happy and they continue watching on TV and they continue coming back to the stadium. But this is not the right way to do it. Because the rules are not clear. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's, I mean, the same scenario can, hap- can happen in game yeah, A. Yeah, exactly. And the same scenario in, in the game B. And yeah. different results. And different exactly. results and different calls are yeah. being made. And, and also in, in different leagues, too. Like, there's it's certain hard, things that are called in Champions League, certain things are not. Correct. In England, this one's called. In Italy, that one's not called. Overall, I think that I always thought it was wrong that huh. VAR was not, is not in Europa League. But Correct. it is in Champions League, like, do you, do you and it's gonna be it's Listen. gonna be in the knockout stages. Knockout. Makes do, no sense. Okay, 
Do you want to eliminate? You want? Do you want no, the scores no. to be six nothing? This is what you do. You you do what we do with the old timers of here, the Brooklyn Italian. What do you do? No offside <laughs> <laughs> and make the nets another ten times bigger. That's the only way. But this is what uh, this is what they're trying to do. Yes, they created VAR, which I think helps in a certain ah. way. It helps with the offside very well. Oh it, yeah, it does oh, that. Yeah, I mean, time. it did fix that. Uh, that you know that uh, that issue. I like that. That for the, the most part, that the linesman has to wait until the last second because you know, even in doubt, he's going to keep it down because you know, ah, okay, I have Just a piece of mind. VAR is going to check it anyway, even though I did not pick up my flag. That I agree. But now the rules that were created, regardless of VAR, that now VAR cannot pick up. It's like this VAR and these rules and regulations, everybody like is saying, but what the hell is this? Is this a penalty? Oh, is yeah, it's so confusing. It's you know? confusing even the players, for everyone. Even Ludo. the players. Even for the players. The players, sometimes they're the calling stuff that, that they don't players, know. players, especially the defenders, they have to, you have to teach them how to play like penguins. Yeah. That's true. You got to tie their no, legs, their hands, and they just got to walk Ludo, like this in Ludo. the box. De Laurentiis said it right, the right way. We said it before, the week before here. <laughs> we said... In the VAR box or whatever, who's looking at the game <laughs> from the from the stands? I mean, from the TV on the TV room to put him an next player. No, oh. that's not well, a bad idea. Yeah, well, it is a very good idea. I will that's put, a I will great put idea. an next player. Casano, Casano. <laughs> I will put a player that retired because they understand the motion of the game. Listen to me. Right. Listen to me. I agree with that. You're supposed to put non-Italian. Yeah, but it happens. But it happens in every league, though. And even the referees, they should not be Italian because. No, I, I, think, I think you should have an ex-player that, that retired. Is, yeah, I agree with that. That knows, you know, the, the body motion, the, the flow, feel, the speed, the flow of the game, the way the body's supposed to be on certain... And then he can recommend, he, you know, he can recommend... What's the, natural, the what's not right. natural. Now, you <laughs> have this that basically, you have this ref. The ref is still a human being. So now you have this VAR that says, and these refs behind the VAR that say, do I go against them? Or I don't go against them? Oh no, he's still the ref. I don't want to take authority away from him because he saw the call and he looked decisive on that call. Let me keep my mouth shut. <laughs> which is and so not call. stupid. Let's go to um, Kairi, which is having an absolutely incredible um, season. season. They were in fourth place right now um, and they beat Fiorentina, who we all predict that this was going to be a very tight game since both teams, you know, like to play. Yeah. They won five to two against well, Fiorentina. For who? For Kayeri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured, I thought Kayeri had the edge. But not like this, though, um, right? And like Ludo has said a couple times on this podcast, they play beautiful football. They are in a 10-game unbeaten streak. And for Maran, and for all this talk about not having great players and, uh, you know, injuries and all this kind of stuff, Kayeri's been hit with, you know, doesn't have the biggest players, doesn't have Wait, the biggest signings. hurt. Pavoletti, their, their goal scorer is not there. But this team finds a way to win based off of how they play. And they got a great philosophy. So much respect to Kayeri. I love well, watching. They're a great so coach. exciting to watch. He's done really well even in previous clubs that he has coached. He's done really. Yeah, well, he wasn't he's done really There's so something he, in the sun over there that they're just. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it, he's one of those coaches. Again, I go back to what I said 10 minutes ago. He is the coach that if you give him the, the correct ambiance, the correct atmosphere, and you have the, the club that supports you and, and backs you. And then you have certain plays. Okay, this is, like, again, I don't want to repeat myself. This is the refrigerator. This is what I have. Now, how can I be creative as a coach and make a great dinner from what I found in this club in the refrigerator? Mm -hmm. And he's able to mix 
these these guys that they really play. Look at Olsen. Phenomenal. The, the Olsen was a bust in Roma. Phenomenal. Listen, he's taken over Cranio that's injured too. Correct. Phenomenal. Yes, Phenomenal. Yes. Again, Simeone, who wasn't correct. wanted it's the, at Fiorentina. It's the, it's the mental approach. It's the club that supports you. It's the ambiance. It's the city. It's the All sun. these ingredients. It's and the, then you have a great it's coach. The it's the food. It's the food. And it's also the great coach that's able to create something to be on the field and create a yeah. style of play. It all lined up perfectly best. for them. Correct. Right the now. Adaptable to these type of players. The confidence, when somebody's playing with confidence, yeah. under a coach that oh, appreciates you, exactly. that, you know, you're making a mistake, you're not worried that he's going to just stab you. Or, and, or, and then, or of course, you. on everything, you need a little <laughs> bit of luck. You know, you need a <laughs> little bit of luck. In, in life, in everything you do, you yeah. need a little bit of luck to be at the right place at the, at the right, right time. time. But you have to line Here yourself a, up with the luck Correct. Here comes a cross. A cross goes directly, a little bit touches the opponent's hair, it lands on the guy's head, boom, it's a goal. But you have to uh, but you also have to be ready for that cross and put yourself in that position. I agree. Which is now you take a shot on goal, the, the goalkeeper the guy, makes yeah. a save, exactly. the save goes on the foot, he passes the ball in the middle, boom, the guy's And that's why you always it, have to take that shot. Though. Of, uh, to so, get the luck. Correct. To get the luck, you have to if take the not, shot. Correct. If you're not getting so good close for them. to the fire, you're not gonna get burned. Now, there are other teams that they never get close to the, to the penalty box. That's why they never score. Kader is always challenging Correct. the box. And so if you don't get closer to the fire, sometimes, sometimes You need a lock, absolutely. Sometimes, sometimes a coach's renewal of contract or a coach's success is divided between a play. Remember, it's always the oh, players yeah. that go on the field. Mm -hmm. It's divided by a goal that a player scores or the post that he hits. Mm. Liverpool lost the league on uh, inches, on centimeters. Correct. The That's, details, the devil's in the details on some correct. of these. It's, it's basically on the, uh, on the details that decides if a coach is successful or is not successful. But regardless of the coach, it's always the players that go on the field. You but, have to have the players that are able to execute your style of play and what you have in mind and what you're able to transmit to those players, they have to be able to execute so, the game plan. On a scale of one to ten, if you if you have a good, let's say, a great team and a coach behind, if you in a scale of one to ten, what do you give a what do you give the the you know how many how the many, importance of a the coach importance versus... of the coach comparing to the players that you have on the team? It's like five and five. Five is the coach. Okay, great job, coach. Yeah, yeah, we got, got it, we got it. The rest of, the rest of you guys. <laughs> but the players still have to execute. But again, right. you have to have the coach that's able to motivate so, these I mean, players. So on a scale of 1 to 10, what is the importance of the coach? The important. Very important. So what is it? He Six, wants a number. Seven. He wants a number. Well, to me, if, if the players are able to execute your style of play, I think the coach is between 6 and 7. Okay. Because now the coach has to study throughout the week in order to put his players in the best possible position in order to beat the opponent. I got to study the opposing team as of Monday right. until Friday. Right. Then I have a team meeting. I say, okay, today we play against Atalanta. These are the weaknesses of Atalanta. On the left side, they have this left fullback that only kicks with his left foot. His right foot is only to stand up. Mm -hmm. I'm just giving stupid example. But the, in the middle, they're a little bit weak. The center, so all these you have to bring to the attention of your players. And now they have to be intelligent enough in order to execute the the game plan. You mm -hmm. have to be able to motivate week after week. Now you lose a game. You're unlucky. How do you motivate them back? Mm -hmm. This is where you... And of course, you need to have a club that supports you in the back. That whatever the coach does or says, he has the club behind that says, okay, 
So, you, wait, one second. Like said, Speaking of motivated players, yeah. because we're missing the biggest storyline here, Raja Nayangolan is just, you know, newly born under this Maran and this Kayiri, where he's at home, he's happy, he's living good football again. And like he said, and, and Michael had brought up today, he said, what was his quote when he left Inter? He said, I want to prove to Inter that they made a mistake in letting me go. And I think we're seeing that both at Inter and we're seeing at Kayiri well, that he is performing Mark, at his best of you. level. Why? Nobody ever put in discussion that Nainggolan is not a player. Now, if Nainggolan does not get called from the, uh, by the national team, if Nainggolan was let go by Inter, it's not because he doesn't know how to play soccer. We oh, all of agree course. that he's a great player. Of course. It's the lifestyle. Of course. I'm, I'm now, saying a quote cool uh, from him, though. Right. He, his Kayeri, quote was, I want to prove them wrong. The expectations of Kayer are not the same of the Belgium national team and, of course, Inter. But when you come home at 5 o'clock in the morning and you smoke four packs of cigarettes a day and you come home drunk at 4 o'clock in the morning, that's not a lifestyle of a, of a player that you want to... I think, I think what he's trying to say is, though, from his perspective, and if you put yourself in, his, in your shoes where you're kicked out of a club, you have this vendetta where you're like, even if, you know, he understands that... Agreed. You know, he's, he's said multiple times, like, I know that they don't like this. I know they don't like this. But in his head... You have to create a villain sometimes. So for him, it's like, I, I want to prove that. Exactly. It, yeah. It's kind of like a motivating thing where right. maybe it's not necessarily true that they kicked him out for that. But he's saying, I just want to prove to uh, them correct. that I still but would he, have he, it in me no matter what. Kick out, he did not get kicked out because of one yeah. incident. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure there was multiple warning uh, warnings, multiple times that he got caught doing things. And it's not only Inter. Now it's also the national team. But yeah, either but either way, good for good for him. I, I wanted to say, say I'm happy you know, for him. Happy, I'm say happy. Mike. But he can. When you play one game a week, exactly, now, you can okay. get away with more stuff. Absolutely. Now Monday, Tuesday, let me go out, come back at four o'clock in the morning. I still got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday to. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Mike? To make up. I was just gonna say, Raja used to be like my favorite player, even over Manolas when he was at Roma. No, not over Manolas. Watching him see today, I was like, wow, this is like Roma's Raja right here. And every time he had the ball, he was controlling the game. He had three assists. He got a goal. He just looked like, like I, I only saw a few Cagliari games, but he he looked possessed. But even but even even so, even so much fun to watch. He is a player that That's today we really we really miss. You guys get really, He wanted to play. He wanted to play, and I think he would have been the ideal substitution for Alan hmm. to give Alan. Now we don't have a sub for Alan. To play that position, even though Zilinski, I think, should be more in the middle and not to the side. But Rogue was the. Get some questions. Yeah, yeah. No, grab some questions, Mike. Nine yeah, Golan. yeah, let's yeah. Finish. Nangolan, okay. Nangolan has got his wife that is still battling cancer. Yeah. Number one. Number two. Nangolan to me is one of those free-range chicken that doesn't have to be told <laughs> what to do on the field. Nangolan is very capable of reading the game. It's like it's like Cassano. It's like a few other players that they know what to do with the ball. I'm sure they party together. And they don't need coaches <laughs> to tell them exactly how to move and where to go. They know what they're doing. I would love to see a team made by you. 
That's that why. would be the most they fun team in the world. That's why. <laughs> that would be the- Nangolan is being given. They the would freedom. tell him what to do. Nangolan <laughs> has been given the freedom to do what he does. <laughs> he carry their shoes and to, and to be at his best. And that's why the, the Cagliari has been they're benefiting on whether he comes back home drunks or whether he comes back home not, not drunk or whether he comes back home at three o'clock or, or he doesn't come back home at all. <laughs> Nobody cares. Everything's yeah, just. No, it's no, not that's, as that's the man. You know why? No. You know why? Because Marotta is a stiff. You know, those people, they think they're running the army. You're not in the <laughs> army over here. In the army, you're supposed to be... He's mad about Gassano. Let him go. Let him go. I served you, on the Air Force. This is not the army. This is a soccer organization. You, you have to act as a professional. You are a professional. You have to act as a professional. On the what, field. On but what the about, field. What about Maradona, then? Come on. No, Maradona... Oh, now Maradona, he can get away with it. No, no, no. Maradona cannot get away with it. But there was only... Number one, there was only... Was only one Maradona. But I know, I agree, but you're what, saying what, you have what, to act as a professional because it's not correct. fair. Correct. Maradona did not act as a uh, as a professional. Yeah. Maradona followed certain people that he was not supposed to follow. He he did certain things that he was not supposed to do. He never he never practiced, and I agree with that. I agree with you, by the way. I'm just throwing it into the scenario because. You know, if you say everybody has to act like a professional, is it there's a threshold of you're so amazing that you could get away with it? Well, Maradona back then it was different style of uh, of uh, of soccer. Maradona was unique, the greatest player of all times. And back then you only played between 35 and 40 games a year. Compared to now, on a big team, you play between 75 and 80. But if Maradona was on Napoli, like you're saying, you have to have a, as a professional today, and he did this kind of stuff, you went out drunk, you would kick Maradona off? No, Maradona would not kick off. I know. I'm just. I'm because just. Maradona I'm playing devil's play advocate. I'm difference. just playing devil's advocate. That's because it. Maradona is a play and that and I think. I think. Wait. 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 One second. Because I think Antonio's point is that he is making the difference. Nangolan is making the difference. Big, big player is what no, he's trying you, to say for trying Inter. Nangolan to Maradona. No, but but we're comparing. We're comparing them. No, no, no. Yeah, we're comparing the rules and we're comparing the threshold of making the difference. If that's the thing, because Nangolan would technically make a difference at Inter. But oh, I time. and by the way, no, I agree with I agree with you that you have to act as a professional. I agree. I'm just throwing it in I'm there. I'm just saying that in today's Cagliari and the team that only plays once a week, yes, yes, and makes Kai, so much and, sense. And England, uh, uh, style of life, yeah, he could continue. I agree. He could I agree. Continue doing that. I agree. Yeah, yeah. But I got not you. in in Inter where you're playing three games a week. Yeah, yeah. You have I understand Champions what you mean. Yeah, and the, and the expectations are much higher. Then they are in uh, in uh, in Cagliari. Anto, yeah. grab this side. We had a uh, we had a nice guest this week. Uh, Antonio met him. We had David Amoyal, who I'm sure a lot of you guys know from our podcast. He gave us this Padova scarf. It's a hundredth year anniversary. We'll leave it. Uh, well, I forgot to, to grab it before. But uh, but David came by. He came by the studio. He met he met Antonio. I felt bad that he had to he had to hang out with Anto for for That's a little right. bit. Um, really right. great guy. You got to check out his uh, his podcast too. Yeah. He says some interesting. He read he read Cassano's book. He did. Good. Yeah, I remember good. he was telling, telling you. He's one of the few champions. It's the only one. That's why we call it free range chickens. Those guys. Those <laughs> guys. So you're calling chicken. Cassano chicken? Those guys. That, see, that's why Cassano. That's why Cassano and Capello they collided because Cassano is a talent. You cannot really tell somebody that knows how to play soccer what to do. You got to call him a chicken. You can't. You can't tell. You cannot really tell you. You cannot tell tell, tell an Angolan what to do. Whether to drink a, a Coca Cola or whether to drink a shot of whiskey. The guy's gonna drink what he likes. You got questions, Mike? Okay. Yeah, I think I got some questions. So end of the story. Oh, question. Now, yeah. now we got some questions again um, through our WhatsApp number 347-460-7036 message us on WhatsApp okay. Mike Augustine, read the question he's a Juve fan oh, he's saying 
Uh, what's going on with you? Is it Sadi's tactics or is it the players and what should they do to fix it? I think the midfield is obviously not good enough, which we've said many times, but I think that Sadi's tactics still never went in. And Ludo made a video, um, we'll link it right now, on Sadi Ball and Sadi's tactics. And I think you said it was going to take a big adjustment period. I don't remember how, how long you said well, it it's was. Not, it's not the adjusted uh, uh, period. It's like everyone still remembers Sadi Ball in, the, in Napoli. In Napoli, he had certain players with certain characteristics that they were able to adjust to his 4-3-3 extremely well. And you saw a, a wonderful uh, style of soccer that everybody enjoyed uh, watching. He went to Chelsea. He had to adjust according to what he had at, at Chelsea. Canada. And he was hoping that Chelsea's player, Hazard, which I consider one of the best players in the world when he's, he's, uh, he's healthy... Is one of those players that decides whether you're going to lose or you're going to win that day. Mm -hmm. And that's what Sarri always said. He said, I looked at Zard in the morning before the game, a few hours, see the way he looked. If he looked okay, I knew we were going to win today. If he didn't look that well, I knew we were going to lose. <laughs> so he had to adjust to that style of play. Now he comes to Juventus. Of course, you do not have the same players that you have in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in Napoli. Yeah. The only adjustment he had to make is that before Pjanic with Allegri maybe was touching 15, 20 balls a game. And now with Sarri, he has to touch more than 60, 70 <laughs> balls a game. He has to touch in order to do those those plays. But they're not the same players and you're not going to see the same So basically, style a, basically a mix of both. A, big, a mix of not yes. having those players and also adapting to where it adapting is. Adapting to and the players time. that you have in your, uh, in your roster. Now, if you Thanks, can Augustine. create something according to what you have, and then you always have a plus because at any given moment, Dybala, perfect example today, anybody can come in from the bench where you might think that that game is going to finish 0-0. Here comes somebody from the bench and... Snaps his fingers. Costa last week, Dybala and, this week, Ronaldo another. That, you have those players that can decide again. What else we got, Mike? Uh, this is from Moody. He's a Milan fan. He said, do you guys think Milan have the quality and depth, but they lack a mental ability to close a game? They don't have quality and depth. I wouldn't say they have quality and depth. They, I do think they lack mentally, but we, I think take it, they, Anton. They, they don't have anything, you're saying. I Jesus think the Christ. Uh, <laughs> they have some quality. Uh, no, I'm not going to say I didn't say that. Lulu said it. The team is... Throw something at him, not me. The team Please. is a mediocre team right now. Yeah. All we're doing is just licking our wounds because we do not have quality right on top and right on defense. We are good in the midfield. I think we have a very good midfield. I would say the opposite. No, we have a very good midfield that we do not have a defense and we are lacking on, on a forward that uh, it's, it's a, a power forward. This Piontek, it's... It's, it's he's so bad. I mean, some of the chances that he had today, he would have buried last year. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. What, you know what's funny? Casano brought up to uh, Mandzukic, who... Oh. I completely forgot Mandzukic existed. It would be perfect for AC Milan. Perfect. And he said, he said, listen, if Juventus is not using him, why not toss him to AC Milan? Which I think he would be perfect. Him, well, him Zlatan. As much as I didn't like him, the idea, but uh, Ibrahimovic would make See, a big difference. See, but Juventus, the way usually Juventus thinks is if they have a great player that is not happy and they want to sell, they don't want to make one of their competitors stronger. Is Milan, like Milan's not a competitor, players. though. They don't want to... Well, they're, they're not like, fighting for Scudetto. They don't want to sell right. anybody in Italy. They want to try to sell... Well, they gave Iguain. Outside. They gave Caldara. Yeah. 
Caldara. We never used him one game. I know. I'm just saying that they gave oh, him to you. I'm one just, game. I'm just saying once. that they gave him to you. What's the next question? Yeah, what's, what's the next okay, question? Next question. <laughs> this one's for Anto. Anto, if you could pick uh, three Inter players to play for Milan, who would you pick? Oh, this is good. Okay, yeah. Barella would be one of them. Uh-huh. Sensi would be another one of them. Oh, and Icardi, if he doesn't when, play for uh, Inter anymore, I'll take him. And Vanda too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take um, four. Okay. I respect those decisions. I don't know who else you could go for. Candreva, no? No. No? Azamoa? No. <laughs> I was going to say, we kind of answered this, but uh, this one was uh, for Ludo, uh, for Napoli. Who's the name? Do you have a name on there? No, they didn't okay. send a name. Some of them didn't send it. But uh, they said, do you think uh, their Scudetto hopes are over? And if so, what position do you think Napoli will finish in? Coppa Italia, they have uh, your only hope. Scudetto, absolutely, 100%. No doubt, absolutely. No doubt in my mind. Uh, we got to try to fix if we want to finish fourth, which at this point, I have my doubts. Wow. I think the uh, national team break came at the right time, which uh, you're able to to regroup and these players get out of Naples for a week and a half, and then they come back and hopefully Ancelotti is able to to um, press the reset to, button. Yeah, to re- now we have Milan. You're gonna 23rd. really need to push oh that button. God. We have Milan <laughs> on, on December 23rd, <laughs> and then of course. We'll see. Basically, we will have an answer. November 23rd, not December. November 23rd. We have Milan, uh, Milan, uh, Napoli at uh, t- uh, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, New York time. Oh, my God. Very nice. And uh, December 10th is the last game of the Champions League. I think after December 10th, You'll the see. Champions League, we'll see exactly what Napoli we will see in January through, uh, so through May when we're going to finish. A couple- at this point, I have my data will finish fourth. Based wow. on the way That's crazy. That crazy. Couple transfers. Um, there's rumors of Mertens could possibly leave in even January. They're Absolutely saying, false. They're, so? they're saying to Inter. 100%. So mm. you're saying Corriere and Gazeta are wrong? Absolutely, 100%. Wow. Hey, you hear you heard it from a horse's mouth. So what you keep asking? Am Absolutely I asking it to Mertens? Uh, no, no, no. He's telling you that it's not happening. So no. wow. I think Mertens will finish the season in Napoli. Even though he, he, even though he wants to stay, but or if he I left think in it's, June, it's nice to. I think it's time to, to rebuild, change. to to change, and to start the new players. But a lot of things will happen depending if you qualify for Champions League. If you do not qualify, then you cannot keep certain players because you cannot keep up the uh, the uh, the salaries. Hy- hypothetically, if you would leave in January or June, if that makes you feel better, June is June okay? Yeah, yeah. okay. He could leave in June, okay. Just got to make sure. I got to pass it through. I don't think Mertens would play in any other team in Serie A. Wow, okay. That's my opinion. What do you think, Anto? Listen, do you think uh, it's a good move for Inter? Or do you think it would be a good move for him? Uh, I don't think Inter needs Mertens. Really? I really don't. What are they going to put him? Strikers. What are they going to do? Strikers. They got Lukaku. Gonna they got Lu- yeah. What do you mean? Get rid of Lautaro? Lautaro? Not get rid of him. Lautaro you got to start too. Lukaku So Mertens on the bench to start. No, not Mertens on the bench. Lukaku on the bench and Mertens together. Well, not immediately. Wow. Slowly so go in. Lukaku million on the bench for twenty five million. How you, how much twenty five million? Guys, Mertens, the thing is, Mertens, I don't think Mertens would walk the, the in. The thing is, Mertens' contract is over in June. So now, if Napoli has to give him away, you're not going to be able to sell this player yeah, because his yeah. his his contract ends so, in June. Yeah. So now you have to give him basically for free if something extremely happens in the uh, in the uh, transfer market. Room. Why would you give somebody away for free that you can use? I mean, right. listen, don't get me yeah. wrong. I think yesterday, the only two players, three, 
that showed some um, attachment, uh, initiative. Right. That sh- uh, a little bit of spark was Koulibaly, Zielinski, and Mertens. Mertens was the only player up front that was able to create a little bit of cha- uh, chaos, chaos, a little bit of space, a I little agree. bit of I agree. opportunity. More than Koulibaly, one more of the best games, and Zielinski, when he moves to the middle and not to the side, is more decisive, he can dictate the play, and he's more of the player that we that we known to be. So I don't think Mertens is gonna is gonna go uh, uh, anyway. Mertens wants to be Napoli at least until June and try to become the all time leading yeah. scorer of uh, of Napoli. Anto. And he's very close to uh, to Amsic. You already beat Maradona, yeah. mm-hmm. but he's very close to uh, to Amsic. I have two questions for you. Number one is Latan Ibrahimovic. You had said in the past that you weren't a fan. Would you take him now? Because the MLS commissioner Listen, says he's being AC recruited Milan, by AC Milan. Milan is on, in a, not in a desperate position, but very but close it, to that. You know, but we you absolutely know, not. We need a spark. We need uh-huh. a spark uh, offensively, and uh, I know that uh, Ibrahimovic is not what we we think he is or he was back back then. But uh, I think he can still make a difference in Serie A. Now, is he going to be a difference maker for AC Milan? I'm not sure about that. But I will definitely, you know, if he's coming in on a free transfer market, I will definitely take my chance. Yeah, hey, he'll beggar, be a free transfer. Beggar cannot be chosen. I will not, I will not, not take, much around. I will, I will not take the chance. He's 30 years old. I will. Okay, here's my take on this. And I'll be very brief. To all due respect to the MLS uh, championship, the practices, the intensity, the concentration is not the same as European soccer. Do of course. we all agree on that? Of course. Okay. Of course. So now here comes this guy that comes from Europe and they give him a certain amount of money. He has to show up and people taking pictures and selling the tickets and giving interviews on TV to show up, try to play, score a couple of goals. Everybody is happy. The fans are happy. The MLS is happy. This guy is not in shape. He, here comes now in January, he comes to Italy just like Beckham did. Now, this guy has to get in shape at 38 in order to keep up with the Italian Serie A or any other league, competitive league. He has to get in shape. That's not going to happen for at least two months before he's able to get into game situation and to find a decent uh, uh, body and mental shape coming from the MLS. To all due respect to the uh, to, you don't uh, have to the MLS. It's, we know. Now, it's already no. March. Now, you got five, six games left. Does it make sense? Yeah, I but what if he... Doubts. Okay, well, but two months from now, it would be January. So couldn't he start MLS training right now? Well, no, MLS no, is still over. On the con- no, he's still on the contract. Yeah, but yeah. he could be training on his own. Gaetano, uh, Gaetano, no, he's still on the track. Uh, but how about the locker room mentality? We all know he's he's a top dog and he can bring the mentality. And only... But he could also was, bring the mentality. The last, remember, he's very... Milan went to the last match. They could oh, have remember, he's also... That's a great... He's also, that was he's a fantastic... That's oh a very good God. point, Mike. Milan explosive. needs something right now. They don't have anything going for that them. That was a very good point. Guys, I troublemaker. He can bring a winning mentality I to a club that doesn't Yeah, but how much, right how much trouble do you guys already have? You might as well take your chances exactly. on taking it. That's a really good point, though. Are you willing to take a chance and try also to break? Because this guy, he reminds me, well, a lot of players, that he does a count to three before he talks. Mm-hmm. He, he, yeah, you know, he's a loose cannon. Whatever. He's a loose cannon. <laughs> it seems so that aligns with me. Here I am, you know, with his chest uh, out. He comes in the locker room. Here I am. Or right, who are you? But no, you listen to me. But you're Paqueta. Who's Paqueta? I'm Ibrahimovic. You listen to me. You do what I tell you to do. Yeah. But, you go to the bathroom now and come out in five minutes. But do you, don't you, you kind of need that a little yeah. bit? I, I have my doubts. Hey, Ludo, this is what I think uh, is going to happen. When I see Milan, 
if Boban and Maldini, they have some sort of a respect as a player to Ibrahimovic and they still have a relationship. Ibrahimovic is an easy Milan player. If they, they think that this guy here can add to what we, we, we're lacking right now, which is scoring, we can have really put the ball on the net. We create all the way up to the top of the box. We get into the box. We can have really put the ball behind the goalkeeper. If this guy here, you're telling, this is your only job. We don't want you to come back and at midfield or defense. Just be ready to just maybe head the ball in or just uh, be the difference maker. This could be a good idea. Only if Maldini and Boban, this is not up to AC Milan, the money, the free transfer, they have to do a technical evaluation of the player. They have to see whether the guy really wants to go to AC Milan mm -hmm. or whether the situation is it's ripe for him to come back to play. Or maybe this is going to be nothing but a bust. If he doesn't come to AC Milan, he's not going anywhere else. He's not going to Bologna, I'm telling you right now. And he's not going to another, mid, uh, you know, bottom of the... Uh, of the, the, the draw field. It's, it's either going to come to AC Milan, Inter Milan, Napoli could be na another another good uh, yeah, uh, market. Fiorentina? Fiorentina, yeah. why not? So uh, let's let's conclude things. But it's not going to a Bologna, Verona, or uh, Parma, nah. It's coming, it's coming to AC Milan, maybe. <laughs> it's coming either to AC Milan, Napoli. Fiorentina, I'm not sure. Fiorentina's got Chiesa. They don't want to create a problem over there. Body, um, speaking of body, Castrovilli, yeah. called up to the national team. He deserves it. I agree with you. He deserves it 100%. How do you feel? Who's the last player from body that's been called up Cassano, to the national Cassano. team? Was it Cassano? Yeah. Hey, really? Wait, wait. Hey, body what? created nothing but tremendous amount of players for the Italian national team. Ranocchio, maybe. Okay. Maybe Ranocchio. Wait, wait is, Ranocchio is actually not from body. He's not from body. Yeah, he, he just body. played there. Conte played in body. Ranocchio played I'm, in body. I meant players Carrera from body. body. No, no, but I meant players from body. Is what I meant. Yeah, probably Cassano, bro. But either way, Castrovilli has been phenomenal. You haven't commented. You, you have you liked him a lot? I mean, yes, really good, yes, right? No, but I like Mancini that he gives uh, uh, opportunity chances to these uh, to these young players. He uh, he watches. Uh, he goes to watch uh, all the games and not only certain games mm -hmm. where the uh, uh, where certain players play. So I I, I like uh, you know I like Mancini the the work that he's uh, doing and if a player. Deserves to be called up. He deserves a chance, but always the type of players that can create the group, can follow the uh, the, uh, the 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 structure, rules, regulations, and even today Balotelli did not get uh, right. well, cannot get called, and he's not going to get called. Balotelli's what a what a great first three months though for Castrovilli. He must be on cloud nine. The Absolutely. guy plays in Serie A, his debut. The guy scoring goals. The guy is one of the most important players in my opinion for Fiorentina, and now he gets. The Italian national team call up. And, so great and he looks like he's got a head on his shoulders, well, too. Even, even Di Lorenzo, the right fullback of Napoli. Yeah, yeah great another one. Great signing. He's good. He's really great. Good. I'm, I'm happy can, to see some the of these kids. The guy can cross the ball. And, and he could take a man on 1v1. And I like that, like I have said about Castrovilli and Di Lorenzo, too. They seem to not get scared inside of the big matches. Right. I, I really look at that. Yeah, they, they have these characteristics where, in the past, in my opinion, some of these Italian players that we've hyped up, you see like them even, in, in uh, important Marco, matches like Bernadeschi. Where does he go? Damn, you hate him. He, even he goes Sensi. into a ground. Even Sensi. No, Sensi If great. Sensi is healthy. Yeah. Oh. He's, and you put phenomenal. Sensi outside the box yes. as a... Uh, pressure player. What's his name? Tonali. Tonali. He, he, he he's there. Tonali. As an attacking forward, this yes. guy was his dribbling in tight spaces. First Barcelona, this guy was controlling the ball, controlling the tempo. Hey, yeah. I love a player that does not get scared in big matches. And I see this Correct. characteristics in these players. So now that we, we already qualified. He knows, uh, Mancini knows certain players. He knows who he can count on. 
I think he already has more or less 14 to 15 players, which he will the take core. the core that he will take next year to the Europe. Now he has to choose the other six, seven, uh, eight players, I think 22, 24. Mm-hmm. Now give a chance to these guys to play uh, exactly. on Wednesday, Thursday against Bosnia, and then exactly. who else we got to play against? I don't know. Finland, I think? No. Or Armenia. Well, Armenia these two games, you already qualified. Give these guys the upper. Exactly. Of course, always keep the spinal cord you know, on the field to, mm-hmm. to um, let's say, keep the damages. Uh, reduce, yeah. Reduce your damages. Keep give, your spinal cord. Give Meret, give Meret a chance to play once well, in a Meret while. Meret is better than Donnarumma. Even that, if, <laughs> oh, even, oh, oh, that's wait, what the beef was. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Meret is a better goalkeeper wait, than Donnarumma. The only problem with Meret is that he's got butterfingers. Nah, so, yeah, the ball, hello. But the saves, <laughs> very, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd Meret, it go? Meret is very explosive. Oh. He's an explosive goalkeeper. He made one game, he made four consecutive saves, three or four consecutive saves. He got up. Oh, yeah, I remember that. There's no, there's no. That's uh, what it was. No, not even close. No, not even close. You think Donnarumma is better? By far. No. By far. And Donnarumma is yeah. from Napoli too. That's remember, what makes the worst. I remember, I remember also uh, a few part, maybe six, seven months ago, that Piontek was better than Milik. You also say. I never oh. said that. <laughs> 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 never said yeah, that. Luther's bringing the past back. <laughs> Your nose is going to grow like Pinocchio. <laughs> Your nose is gonna grow like Pinocchio. Remember, oh, we have technology God. here. We can bring it up in, uh, Do me a favor. in two seconds. Don't invite this guy here to the podcast anymore. He's troublemaker. Yo, this is this is what's so funny because back in the day, I'm sure you guys have argued over dinners, over games, and all this stuff. Now we have it recorded, Correct. so anybody could go back at any time. Correct. Anto, you did say that uh, though. Anto. You did say. That. I don't know. Maybe I was drunk. I don't remember that. <laughs> You're oh, interview drunk. You still said it. Um, anyway, that was hilarious. I'm that was happy that we got to the bottom of that because yeah. that was the thing that, that we was, were talking about. That was going to keep me up yeah. at night. I was like, what the hell did we have to talk about? Guys, again, send us a message on WhatsApp. 347-460-7036. Um, anytime Anto, Ludo, anybody's here, we're responding we to voice messages. messages send, make sure you send your name, though. Make sure you send your name. Yeah. A couple of people, they're not sending their names. We, you had fun responding to yeah. people, right? Yeah, it's fun. He was making fun of some Juve fans. He was... Yeah, he was by well, the way, this is done. Yeah, this we're is done, done it's right? Done, Listen, five stars, right? Uh-huh. Rated with five stars. We are on Facebook, Spotify, LinkedIn, wow. LinkedIn, Microsoft, Microsoft, MySpace, MySpace, yeah. YouTube, YouTube. Okay, yeah, good. Are we all done like that? Do yeah. we have any sales merchandising? No, no sell. Oh, God, by the way, by the way, I wanted to buy the the suit. But oh, you, you wanted get... to buy a bra. <laughs> <laughs> way he put his fingers <laughs> I like the Anto on your, sh- you on like your shirt. Right? They yeah. said it to me for Because he's free. a coach, that's why. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I, I got you. buy the suit. You okay. see not selling it? No, not yet. So what are you waiting for? It's coming. It's, coming. it's coming. it's coming. It's going to be a drop. Did we show you? Just bring it up. Bring it up. No, we'll show him next time. Anyway, so close it. Say Yeah, it's at the Yeah, we're done. Oh, I thought we could speak freely now. I mean, you can always speak freely. No, no. I mean, sometimes Okay. Now you can speak. Say it, say as wow. always, rate the podcast. Rate podcast with five stars. There we go. Uh, what else do we have to That's say? It. Don't get depressed. Uh-huh. AC Milan is not dead. Napoli is not dead. Even the day of Manolas, it doesn't matter. Just, you know, <laughs> it's going to be all right. So we're not going to go down to Serie B. We're going to challenge. We're going to go to the... We're going to fight against Napoli. Well, I would start worrying about it if I were you. You got 13 points. Doesn't matter. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. 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 We're going to try to win the Coppa Italia. We're going to come into the Europe regardless. We're going to come to, to the best side. Okay? That's it. It's uh, 13. It's very cold. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> all right. Guys, as always, we'll talk to you soon. Ciao, ragazzi. Without you, let's go for pizza.
Bro, that was hilarious. Jesus Christ. I didn't want it, man. I spoke too much about that Celotti thing, man.